0: You're now tuned in to the Real Money Coach broadcast with host Tony Jackson, author of the book Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money. Get ready for winning tips and strategies to effectively manage your finances and learn the key principles of protecting
1: and dominating your money. Now, here's author and host Tony Jackson. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome. To the Real Money Coach Show, I am your host Tony Jackson, and as I tell you each and every Saturday morning, I'm excited, I'm geeked, I'm so happy that you're up early this morning to listen to the Real Money Coach Show. And listen, I um I just got to tell you, uh, I'm so excited about what's happening in the world of the Real Money Coach and uh, how you guys are coming out on Saturday morning, supporting the show how you are also supporting the Facebook live show on Tuesday. We had a wonderful uh, conversation last Tuesday uh, on Facebook and YouTube. And, you know, we're looking to repeat and do the same thing this week. And so we have an awesome guest that's going to be with us later on in the show today. His name is Robert Davis. And I've really gotten to know Robert um, through Every Dot Black. And every dot black organization, uh, it says their, their tagline is every dot black is the new dot com, right? And uh, so on Clubhouse, y'all, on Wednesday mornings, Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. on Clubhouse, uh, they have Wealth Wednesday. I am the uh, kind of the featured expert, I guess. Uh, although we have other financial service experts in on there, Robert is one of them. And we're just finishing the study of my book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money, uh, through that Clubhouse on Wednesday mornings. So if you're on Clubhouse, 8 o'clock on Wednesday mornings, we're there with Every Dot Black for Wealth Wednesday. And so that's how I got to know Robert. You're going to hear from him a little bit later in the show. Uh, I think that you're going to really enjoy it. And then make sure you tune in on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time for the Facebook live show. So, what are we going to talk about today in this segment of the show? We call Real Money News. Uh, this week, this week, the Federal Reserve met and on Wednesday and raised the interest rates, and they raised it. I think uh, they were expecting to raise it 0.75 percent, and that's despite the big jump in inflation numbers for June that we've talked about even on this show, Uh, June inflation rate was 9.1 percent. And so as a, you know, what you do is you kind of control the inflation rate with using interest rates. So all that kind of works together. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the show and, and certainly on Tuesday. But by them raising the interest rates, it has a tremendous impact on us. So the cost of borrowing money goes up. And so, but what I wanted to do really quick, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Lisa Cook. Now, Lisa Cook, the reason I'm giving a shout out to her, you guys remember back when Ketanji Brown Jackson was being confirmed for the Supreme Court, first black female on the Supreme Court. Well, about the same time, actually a few months earlier than that, there was a black female. Dr. Lisa Cook that was uh, recommended for the Board of Governors for the Federal Reserve. Now, how the Federal Reserve works, Federal Reserve is not actually a federal uh, agency per se, but the, the, the Federal Reserve is made up of nine Board of Governors and then you have all these central banks that are part of that as well. Well, there's never been a black female that was on the Board of Governors. And so Lisa Cook, who's from Michigan State, uh, a professor at Michigan State, uh, went to Spelman College and you know, University of California, Berkeley, where she got her PhD, and, and so she's been a very outspoken uh, economist on the wealth gap and all these things. Well, she was nominated to be on the Board of Governors And actually, they did not pass her. And so it had to go to Congress, and Congress had to vote on whether or not they could vote to appoint her, despite the fact that the Federal Reserve did not put her on the board. So they had a vote in February. Uh, Of course, it went down political lines, and the vote was that we're going to take this up as a vote. And so about the same time that uh, Judge Jackson was approved and appointed. Behind the scenes, Lisa Cook gets appointed to the Federal Board of Reserves. And the Federal Board of Reserves sets the interest rates for the country. And a lot of times we've heard of different chair people of the Board of Governors. And, you know, when they say interest rates go up and that type of thing. So this board actually has a lot of power as it relates to interest rates and the effect on our lives. And so Lisa Cook is now the first and only black female on that board of governors for the Federal Reserve. So I want to give a shout out to her and the fact that, once again, we have uh, our sisters, the black females, making history uh, on the political scene and on the economic scene in this particular case. So I, I'd say all that just to get back to the fact that this board has a lot of power And you have all these Federal Reserve banks, you know, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, your large banks are part of that. And so it makes up the Federal Reserve Board. But you have the Board of Governors that are actually the decision-making body, and uh, they're deciding to raise interest rates. So now what does that mean? That means when you go to buy a car, you're going to get a higher interest rate. That means when you go to buy a house, you're going to pay a higher interest rate. And so what they're doing is they're raising the interest rate ceiling. So they don't necessarily set the rate for uh, a Bank of America, Wells Fargo, or Credit Union or or Rocket Mortgage or where you know all these different lending institutions, but what they do is they set a cap on the rates that they can charge. And what they're doing is they're raising the the cap by another 0.75%. And that can be a tremendous impact, especially if you're thinking about you're buying a house over a 30-year mortgage and you're going to pay another uh, three-quarters of a percent. Listen, this is news that we need to be aware of. We need to be watching and know that we can make some moves to kind of help ourselves in this process so that we don't pay more than our fair share. Listen, You are listening to The Real Money Coach Show here on Praise 100.9 here in Charlotte and I again am excited about our next segment of the show we're going to go to some music and then I'm going to come back with an interview with Mr. Robert Davis You are listening to Praise 100.9 This
0: is my season For grace For favor This is I have song. This, this is, is my season, season for grace, for, for favor. favor. Yeah. This, this is, is my season, season to reap what I, I you listen at this. See, I haven't been perfect. <laughs> But I sure been faithful See, God's got a purpose Yes, and I know he's evil I've got a seed in the ground That he's blessing, no more stressing I've got a seed in the ground Now I'm knowing and the show is, is my seeds for grace, for, grace for, favor. for favor it only works when we all do it my to do what to reap what I and welcome back to the real money coach broadcast with
1: author and host tony jackson all right this is tony jackson you know me as the real money coach welcome back to praise 100.9 here in Charlotte, North Carolina. As I told you earlier, I'm excited about our guest that's going to come and speak with us for a few minutes this Saturday morning. And then we're going to really unpack some things with him on Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the Real Money Coach Facebook Live and YouTube show. So without any further ado, let me bring him on. uh, Mr. Robert Davis, how are you doing this morning?
2: Hey, Tony, good morning and good morning, everyone out there listening. I am feeling just fabulous. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely, man. Thank you for taking the time out to be with us this morning talk to our listeners. I want to do this, Robert. I have gotten to know you through Every Dot Black, the clubhouse. I mentioned that kind of in the first part of my show. And man, I, mm-hmm. I've just been impressed with you and and your engagement and your background. But just tell our listeners a little bit about who Robert Davis is.
2: Absolutely, and yeah, you know, Every Dot Black has been uh, amazing. Platform's been really, really great for bringing together you know like minded individuals, professionals, entrepreneurs, and the like. Uh, but me, uh, like you said, I'm Robert Davis. I'm out of uh, Montclair, New Jersey. All right, for those up there in the Northeast, uh, I am a. <sighs> Gosh, man, how many years now? 20-plus years, almost two decades, uh, representative in the financial services industry. Uh, As well, recently, I've launched my own uh, digital marketing consulting firm, uh, CORE Unlimited. That's K-O-R, Unlimited, for you guys out there as well. I am a father of two beautiful children. I've got a daughter, Nadia, who is 20, and a son. His name is Aiden. He's 16. They'll probably kill me for putting their names out there over the airwaves. I am just, like, it's just really excited about being here. So,
1: yeah, that's it. man you know that's that's pretty awesome i I would love for you to just spend just a quick minute or two uh because i know core is kind of an acronym can you kind of tell us a little bit about what that acronym is
2: yeah absolutely and that's a good great catch there so core k-o-r stands for knowledge opportunity results and these are principles that i live by every day and it's about making sure that our clients truly understand when it comes to digital marketing Understand the landscape. They understand the products that they have, the solutions that they're using to help grow their brands, to help them drive traffic to their front door, and ultimately increase revenue. So, we're all about making sure that with the sea of options that they have to choose from between marketing agencies and vendors and software providers, all jockeying for their investment dollars and claiming at the same time that they can help grow their brand, we're going to do the heavy lifting to make sure that they choose the right ones at the right time and deliver the best results. Once we do that, opportunities are going to come into focus. And that's what we're all about, providing or identifying, providing opportunities that are going to help them increase revenue. That's what it's all about, increasing revenue and helping the public. And then lastly, as long as they take our advice really to heart and they take action, we're highly, highly confident that through our program, our process, we're going to be able to deliver favorable results for them. So Core Unlimited, it's where knowledge meets opportunity meets results. We kind of like to say we speak digital marketing, so you don't have to.
1: Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. Digital marketing, huge landscape. Uh, So I can't wait to really unpack that even more come this Tuesday Mm -hmm. evening, again, at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on YouTube, Facebook Live, look for The Real Money Coach. Uh, And I got to know you really uh, on Wealth Wednesdays with Every Dot Black and um, your financial services background. Tell us just a little bit about your, just real quickly, what you've done in that arena.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Right out of college, uh, I cut my teeth in the financial services industry. I was very, very fortunate uh, to have um, some really good people around me coming out of college. By the way, I went to Hampton University, uh, HU out there, thank you. The real HU, mind you. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, all jokes aside, um, I started way back in, uh, in the early 90s, before the internet, before email, actually. Uh, and I started working for a small, we used to call them boutique firm, brokerage firms. Uh, and I was, I was a, uh, a stockbroker. I used to uh, trade stocks all the time for my clients. Uh, it was my job to find uh, opportunities uh, in the stock market uh, for growth and even for value for my clients. From there, I grew into a more of a wealth management position where I took on, you know, uh, larger clients, and we focused more on what we called comprehensive financial planning, uh, which included, you know, asset allocation, making sure that clients also had risk management in their portfolios, i.e., life insurance, uh, and then we also made sure that we were planning for. Some of the other things in life, such as you know, children's education, you know, uh, new home purchases, things of that nature. Uh, there was a period of time as well um, that I was tapped by a large investment firm to be, we'll call it, almost a coach uh, for advisors and agents within the industry. And we can talk about that as well. Um, all that wrapped up into a really nice uh, career practice, r- winding it out uh, with a very small boutique firm. You might have heard of uh, Merrill Lynch. Uh, in which <laughs> uh, I, I practice. Okay. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a, yeah, I had a practice um, there uh, for many years, and uh, did very well for myself. And I'm, I'm very grateful to all the people. But in short, I was able to help, you know, families, businesses uh, with their investment portfolios. And even though I'm not in the business today, I still keep in contact with those business owners because I help them with their marketing
1: now. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. And, and I, I'm looking really forward to unpacking uh, just your thoughts on, you know, the current state of the stock market you know, the bear market versus the bull market and all those type of things and and that type of thing. We'll have a great discussion on Tuesday. But as we close here, I I do want to ask this one question and understanding that Merrill Lynch and those brokerage houses usually are dealing with high net worth uh, clients, that type of thing. Uh, Can you just tell us a little bit why even, I, I would say, let's call it middle America needs, a financial advisor, financial coach, someone to talk to.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Tony. And, you know, right off the top of my head, I would have to say, you know, if I was feeling sick under the weather, I'm probably, yeah, I could go to WebMD, look up stuff online, but I'm probably at the end of the day going to seek out the, you know, the help of a physician, someone that's, you know, licensed, some MD to kind of help me diagnose the problem and then also give me the proper treatment to get through this situation. Same thing applies to financial services or seeking out, you know, a professional in this space. Yes, there's information today that is available at your fingertips, but you really need to seek out a professional, someone that's really put the time in to understand the markets, understand differentiation between various investment vehicles and so on. Uh, And, you know, for me, that's really what my whole purpose was when I was in you know, financial services, when I was a wealth advisor, and I was helping my clients to understand this landscape because it can be overwhelming, it can be confusing. And when you have that overwhelming, in that confusing sense, it causes anxiety. And oftentimes it causes paralysis and we wind up doing nothing. And that's the last thing you wanna do is nothing. Because whether we step on the train or step on the boat or get on the bus, you know, time is still gonna pass. So we need to make sure that we find someone that's in our corner that can help us.
1: Absolutely. Well, listen, man, uh, again, thank you for coming by, uh, sharing a little bit with us this morning. And as you guys are listening can tell, we're about to have a great show on Tuesday night. We're going to unpack some of this. Listen, you are listening to The Real Money Coach here on Praise 100.9. Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. Listen, we're going to take a short music break and I'm going to come back with The Real Money Moves sharing a little bit with you out of my book increase protect and dominate your money we'll be right back
0: can i be honest sometimes i don't understand why do you let me fall when the world is in your hands you could stop it all if you wanted to but you don't back to the Real Money Coach broadcast
1: with author and host, Tony Jackson. All right. Welcome back to the Real Money Coach show. I am your host, Tony Jackson. I certainly hope you enjoyed that interview with Mr. Robert Davis. And listen, uh, if you thought that was good, make sure, make sure that you join us Tuesday, 8 p.m. on the Real Money Coach show live on Facebook and YouTube. We're going to get into it even deeper and really kind of, um, let's say, pick this brother's brain, right? Because he has such uh, vast experience in uh, financial services as well as marketing and all those types of things. So make sure you join in. Uh, We have a great conversation every Tuesday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern. So listen, this is the segment of the show that we call Real Money Moves. And earlier, you know, we were talking about the interest rates. We were talking about uh, the Federal Reserve and all these types of things. And so I wanted to just kind of highlight a couple areas, uh, really, that I outline in my book, uh, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money, which, of course, uh, you can get at ipadyourmoney.com and claim your book, and at checkout put IPAD100, that's capital i capital P, capital A, capital D, 100, uh, put that discount on at checkout, and the book is yours, free, including shipping and handling. So I wanted I, I addressed this area of financial literacy in the book, and that's Chapter 1. Uh, you guys would love the story uh, that I start off with, right? So at the, the very first story, I tell the story of my wife, and how I proposed in this stereo that I had, which by the way, let me pause, put a pen in it, and just uh, say happy anniversary to my wife. We just celebrated 30 years um, of marriage together, and so uh, I know y'all been hearing me talk about that interview on. If you're on the Facebook Live show, you know I, I talk about it all the time because my co-host Michelle Mitchell, her and her husband been married 30 years too. We were in their wedding. Uh, then six weeks later, they are in our wedding, and we're we're just, you know, we're best friends, right? And so we have both uh, have been married for 30 years. So that's, that's in the first part of the chapter. But then I get into a couple topics that I think are a little different than what most people think about. And one of them is understanding the time value of money. So as we talk about this interest and we talk about, um, you know, the interest rates and the impact of that, we have to understand that there is the time value of money. And I have a quote in there from James Soriki, I believe is how I say his name. And this is was the quote. He says, I think people don't understand compound interest because typically no one ever explains it to them and the level of financial literacy in the U.S. is very low. And so understanding the time value of money and is so important especially now that we're talking about interest rates going up and if you're talking about using credit or those type of things we have to get back to this concept we call instant gratification right we want instant gratification and really uh, that can be to our detriment and you're much better off to save pay for something in cash pay for it all at once than using a lot of credit now How this relates to the interest rate is that, uh, you know, Ibert Einstein said that interest is the eighth wonder. And a lot of people quote that. It's like, it's the eighth wonder interest. Compound interest is the eighth wonder. Well, the second part of that statement, he says, is this. It's the eighth wonder. He says, those who understand it receive it. Those who don't pay it. All right. we, we A lot of times we, when we hear that quote, we don't hear that part of it. But the compound interest can work for you or against you. And certainly if it's in savings, if it's in your investment account and those type of things, it's working for you. But if it's credit card, consumer debt, those type of things, it's working against you. And we want to be on the positive side of that equation We want the interest rates to be working for us. And so we want to be an investor and not a consumer. So, you know, my challenge to all of us is to look at our spending habits, especially given what's going on right now. And, you know, with interest rates going up, inflation, prices, and all these things that are happening, that's creating this kind of unique uh, weather storm in the financial market, right? And so just be mindful of that. Now, the other thing that I address in that chapter, towards the end of that chapter, is the rule of 72. And the rule of 72 basically shows you how you can, what interest rates you need to invest in in order for your money to double. So basically, you take 72, it's just a formula that I talk about in the book. Most of us are familiar with it. A lot of us are familiar with it, let me say that. And so you take the number 72 and you divide it by the interest rate that you're receiving and that will tell you how long it will take for your money to double. Now, that also, when you think about it, is great when you're investing, but it also uh, works against as if you're a consumer. So if I'm the one paying the interest, that rule of 72 tells me how long it takes before I will pay double the interest that I should be paying. So that's all important. But I wanna just kinda conclude with this thought here that I have in the book. And in the, in the subtitle there is that averages don't work. And what I mean by that is so often with investing uh, in these different things, we say the average interest rate is this, or the average interest rate is that. Well, averages don't work in real life. Okay, and and, an example that I use is is weather, right? So let's just say here in Charlotte that the average temperature year-round is 55 degrees. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying. Let's say it's 55 degrees. So the average weather is 55 degrees. Now, if I operate based on that average, most of the time I'm going to either be dressed too warm or too cold, right? Right? Because if I dress for 55 every day when I walk out of my house, right now, it's, I mean, we're talking about we, July, August. If, if I dress today as though it's 55 degrees out, I'm going to be sweating. Y'all going to be looking at me wondering what's wrong with this. Brother, he's got beads of sweat running down his face and all this type of stuff, right? But then in December, January, you know, those couple weeks that we have winter. I'm from Michigan, y'all, so, you know, we really don't have winter in Charlotte on my scale. But if I now dress for 55 degrees and I walk out of my house and it's 32, I'm shivering, right? I'm, I'm shaking and I got goosebumps and all this kind of stuff. So averages in real life don't work. We have to plan and invest according to what's actually happening. And I give a great example of that in the book, actually on, on page 38, where I talk about you know, we would take an investment and we'd say this. We'd say this investment has an average return of 6.7%. Well, that's the average. But when you look at it, there's sometimes when it, it makes 20% and it's sometimes when it makes uh, a negative 10%. And when we average all that together, that's the average, but that really doesn't work. For example, if I have a hundred dollars and the market goes up by let's just say the market goes up by 20%, right? Now I got 120. If the market then falls by 50%, my 120 now has become 60. But the next day the market goes up by another 50%, what do I have? I don't go back to 120 because I'm only making the 50% on what the value I have left. So right there I got 60 dollars left. So now my value goes up to 90 because I'm making 50% on the 60 that I have left. And so because of the dynamics of all of that, and you guys can get the book and you can see the dynamics of all of that makes it that averages simply don't work. And so we're better off to make sure that we're in a position where we're not losing money, that we're making the wisest decisions that we can with our money with our credit with our finances with our assets and so I just want to share that a little bit uh with you today and listen it's been another great Saturday morning for me I love coming at you uh here on the Real Money Coach show uh like I mentioned I am your host Tony Jackson um you can go to TonyJackson.biz get all my contact information I'd love to hear from you Y'all can help me get my Instagram up, right? My Instagram is kind of weak, y'all, so you better go to Tony underscore TRMC. Tony underscore TRMC on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Help me get my followers up uh, and all that good stuff. Listen, it's been a great ride with you this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. It's a beautiful Saturday day right here, no matter where you are in the country. You've been listening to The Real Money Coach Show. I'm out. Y'all be good now. We hope
0: you've enjoyed The Real Money Coach broadcast with author and host, Tony Jackson. We encourage you to utilize today's strategies and principles to manage your money in the most effective and winning way. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send us an email, TonyJacksonAgency at gmail.com, or you can reach us on all social media platforms. And if you would like a copy of Tony Jackson's book, Increase, Protect, and Dominate Your Money, log on to www.therealmoneycoach.com. Until next week's empowering broadcast, God bless.